Hello, this is Brendan O'Shea and I'm delighted to welcome you to my archive. Here you'll discover a collection of my interviews, podcasts, radio documentaries and features. For more content, visit intrepidear.org. Thanks for your interest. The pianist Mitsuko Uchida. The greatest moment of genius happens, I think, when they even don't know that it was the moment of genius. Mitsuko Uchida's interpretations of a wide range of repertoire have gained her a formidable reputation as a pianist who brings accuracy and musical insight to her performances. She's particularly noted for her interpretations of Mozart, Beethoven and Schubert and is also a dedicated performer of the music of Berg, Webern, Schoenberg, Debussy and Messiaen. She's recorded all of Mozart's piano sonatas and concerti, the complete Beethoven concerti with the conductor Kurt Sandling, as well as works by Debussy, Chopin and Schumann. Her 2001 recording of the Schoenberg Piano Concerto with the Cleveland Orchestra and conductor, the renowned Pierre Boulez, won four awards, including a gramophone award for the best concerto recording, and critics have hailed it as a landmark recording. Mitsuko Oshida was the daughter of a Japanese diplomat. She was just 12 when the family moved to Vienna, a city where she remained until she was 22. Mitsuko Oshida's inspirational sources are many, and when I met her recently, I asked her firstly, what were the most important ones? A lot of things, but the greatest inspiration of my life has been the music. And that is very clear. And of course, there are certain works of art that inspire me. For example, the resurrection of the Piero della Francesca, or the crucifixion of um, Matthias Grunewald, that is in, in uh, Colmar, or oh, there are so many, uh, some Leonardo, or some Titian, the last um, work by Titian in the Academia in Venice. I go once a year to say hello to that work, but it sounds as if I were religious, but I'm not at all. It is just that in the Western culture, among the greatest of arts, some of the greatest are related to the religion. That's why these religious, religious themes, when it works out, for example, re, a resurrection, what is it? And I didn't know the, what it meant until I saw Piero della Francesca's resurrection in San Sepolcro, on the wall where he painted it. And it is the man standing, whoever that man is. We are told it is Jesus Christ who has risen from the tomb and the soldiers are sleeping. But whoever that is, that man who is standing has been dead. And that is the only resurrection, because the resurrection is because you have been dead and the dead man rises. I have never seen a resurrection. All the other resurrections are a beautiful man is standing. Okay, fine, so what? I always thought. And this one, this man, that man has been dead. He has been dead. He has risen from the, from the dead. And so therefore, he will not die. Therefore, he is untouchable. 
that somebody can actually express it with paint on a wall. That inspires me, for example. But as I can participate in music making, that is one thing that inspires me most, more than anything else. And of course, that means that it's, it's all related possibly to the to the, that's something that is to be a human, to be a human being, and to be alive just once. Let's stay with music and the inspiration you find within music. Of course, your name and Mozart go together. Your name and Schubert go together. Your name and Schoenberg go together. <laughs> They're like your inspirational friends. They accompany you. Tell me a little bit about the inspiration that you find in, in certain composers and, and your way about getting to know them and their music. Well, it is a long process. It's, it's sort of, it can last forever. And I basically, with each a composer and each piece of music um, you spend probably your whole life and each composer, each piece has his own world I mean for example the inspiration of Schoenberg that I feel that in unbelievable energy that uh, near gloating sort of happiness he gloats <laughs> I can hear him gloat, now I have done it. I have now not only broken out of the diatonic system, not only been, uh, am I in the atonality, I may have invented the system that will last for another hundred years for everybody else to, to follow. This unbelievable energy that is burning, I find it inspiring. Now, with Mozart as well as Schubert, for example, because we are at it with Beethoven, there is also this unbelievable energy and intellectual pleasure as well. The conviction that he has, that he is pursuing for something. Um, but with people like Mozart, it's also the, the compositional precision, the, the ease with which he, comp he invents the seeming ease with which he invents hyper-complicated moments, but hyper-complicated, but as it seems easy for the listener, it may seem simple, but the more you know the music, the more you can understand music, the more you realize how unbelievably complicatedly he functioned. my next question which is of course to ask you about how inspirational other musicians are for you you work a lot with leader more so in the last years word human voice you've mentioned already poetry you also have a series of mozart violin sonatas that you're yeah. at the moment completing 
these other musicians, the sound of the instrument, the musician, the, let's say the musical mm -hmm. soul yeah. of the other musician, how inspirational is that for you? How important is that in your forming your final or your incomplete but developing ideas about the works that you're performing? It can be very forming, but each time, each person that you face is separate. You have to have your own principles. You have got your outline. The outline never changes. The outline must be there. That is yours. But having said so, you can be very flexible on the surface. And if there is somebody who comes to you and is completely talks some nonsense, it's very simple. I don't work with people who tell me some nonsense. <laughs> and and um, in a situation with, of... Uh, working relationship with people that I have chosen, such as Mark Steinberg, the violinist, with whom I play Mozart sonatas. I have um, a ongoing relationship um, with Ian Bostrich, meanwhile, and we have worked on various pieces, and it is expanding our repertoire, and it is such pleasure and it's also inspiring, but I come with my ideas, he comes with his, and we both get inspired by each other, influenced, but it is the, the art of making music with other people is that you don't lose yourself completely, but you jump into the water together. It must have been quite something to be a young Japanese lady and then having this desire in you to basically have your opinions heard. And where did you find the power for that? Where did you find the, 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 the sort of energy? Because you probably went against the grain of your family, your culture, and it can't have been easy. Well, in Vienna, I lie low. I kept my, my head uh, under the blanket and I lie low. I did my stuff, but for example, it's quite interesting. I remember even the time when I started, I was 14, I started devising my own finger exercises. I felt that what my teacher's um, methods were not right for me. I felt that I wanted to be independent. Um, and that was a very strong urge, which is very un-Japanese. And I left my, um, the parents' house uh, at 16 to, to stay in Vienna when, they, my, when my parents moved away. And that was very important for me. And that was a very straightforward choice for me, uh, either to, um, to go with father and be a friendly, nice, uh, uh, nice ambassador's daughter who played the piano just very, very well. But then I knew that I would remain an amateur. And I stayed in Vienna, and that was probably the um, one important point that I felt, okay, all or nothing that I had to risk. I chose to try at least to become a professional, although I didn't know what it meant because no nobody around me was a musician. And my parents wouldn't have dreamt of my turning into a musician anyway. Um, music teacher, yes. Staying, living in Japan and teaching the kids, yes. Playing one recital a year, yes. But to be committed to be a musician, full stop, 
was completely beyond them and also because I am a, a woman. But on the other hand, how lucky, because if I'd have been a man, the parents would have put such a pressure on my turning into something with a proper profession, such as lawyer or medical doctor or something of the sort. I'm pretty sure that pressure was put up on my brother. Um, the starting point of my half-independence, but one is not independent, I think, until you earn your own living. And I s felt it very strongly. And I did it from about the age of 23. I was very poor, but I lived from the money I earned as a piano player, from few small concerts. And I was, as I said, extremely poor, but I felt liberated. I felt I could do what I really am here for. Um, it is still a search for that particular um, nearness to the core of that piece of music that I might be able to find and also find this one thing to be able to express, to bring it into the sound that sounds through the air as we are on earth, through the air and somebody else might catch it. That is my entire life. Thank you for visiting my archive. For more interviews, podcasts, radio documentaries and features, please drop by intrepidia.org.